Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of You, Me, and He. I am your host, Rob Lambert, and I'm joined by my co-host. This is Josh Frankenstein. Drew Carroll. Beautiful. That's well, right. And well it- delivered. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you're just jumping on, we know we have a lot of new listeners. And if you're just jumping on the show, we want to let you know we're three buddies who met in 1992. We grew up together. In the early 2000s, we started a band. And uh, all the crazy stories and awesome things that happen when you're just out on the road making dumb decisions and playing music. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. And now we are husbands. We are fathers and soon-to-be fathers in Drew's soon case. Soon-to-be. That's how, right. How old are you? Uh, I am 34 years young. <laughs> I, I, I do want to. I do want to clarify something. We are, in fact, not husbands with each other. <laughs> That's true. Yes, we are not all husbands and fathers to each other. So some people, some people for the last together. week have just been scratching their head. <laughs> like they really left us hanging there. Yeah, there <laughs> just like, that. what is this show I'm listening to? <laughs> Somehow they're all each other's husbands. And the somehow na- they're all each other's fathers. <laughs> <laughs> the name is suddenly making sense. Why does it sound there like some mother from Minnesota is listening to our podcast? <laughs> well, gee golly. Anyways, <laughs> fellas, this is episode 25. Yes, it's a hallmark. Is that how you say it? Hallmark? Milestone. milestone. That's a bingo. <laughs> that's how you say it, right? Yes. That's a bingo? Yes. That's Actually, we just say bingo. <laughs> anyway. So so recently, I, I decided to go back and listen to episode one just to kind of see how far we've come. Oh, I'm so sorry. And Dude, I realized... No, dude, it was, it, was, it was good. It was good. It was a good start. <laughs> when you say it like that, it doesn't sound so convincing. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. It's trendy. Just trust me. I mean, it was fine. It was fine. Anyways. Um, you tried. I realized... <laughs> I realized that I have... Uh, I've come full circle. In episode one, okay, I talked about this beautiful new thing that i discovered called shower coffee do you remember that oh i do remember that i 100 we, and we also discussed shower beer that is that, true yes that is true. yes we talked about start your day with a shower coffee end your day yep. with a shower beer yeah don't do it the other way around or you will get fired That's anyway right. uh, <laughs> maybe they didn't have a job to begin with not <laughs> a big deal that's true if, you know what if you're having a shower beer you're probably unemployed anyway so don't worry about it you're fine <laughs> Have a have a beer in every shower you take if you take a shower. Anyways, <laughs> I realize that I've come full circle. The other day, I did something that may have I may have basically crossed the the hipster event horizon, and I am now I am now in the tesseract of hipsterism. I can see everything. I can see all time and all space because the other day, I decided to take a Lacroix into the shower. Do you know what Lacroix is? You terrible water. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. wife is my wife has got me drinking this LaCroix, dude, and I'm hooked. Uh, I took it in the shower with me. I'm not I'm ashamed to tell you this, but I took it in there and it was so refreshing. It was beautiful. Uh, and I just felt like the most hipster that you could possibly be. I went to a friend's house and they those cans they look super delicious and very inviting. Oh, yeah. And one of my friends they they were all drinking them, and he goes, "Have you had one of these?" And I'm like, "No." And he goes, "Oh, it's flavored water. It's super good." And I flavored, was like, "Oh, in in quotes, <laughs> yeah. I love flavored water, <laughs> right? It's great." Yeah. Cracked it open, dude. One sip. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Either one of you is gonna have to finish this, or I'm dumping it out. This what is was, garbage. What was the problem? Uh, I was just like 
sparkling water with maybe a hint of flavor hey here's the deal we, they don't even say they say with the essence the essence of and then whatever the flavor is there's no essence say that. <laughs> yeah dude josh, have you ever had a Lacroix, josh no i haven't see i drink actual water sure so. i do too that's that's my thing if i'm already in the shower i'd rather just put my mouth underneath the faucet and you know hey, drink some water hot. that doesn't sound good I take Dude, cold but, showers. Oh, you take cold showers. Yeah, it's good uh, for balding people. The shower water doesn't. It, it all it has is like the essence, like essence of butt. You know, like this at least has. <laughs> coconut. A, it's also the is, essence of butt with you know, Lacroix. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. I okay, this is what I've discovered. Okay, I am. I I am apparently very, very spoiled. Is what it is because I I get water from my faucet, out here, in my house that's in the country from a well that's dug 600 feet into the earth yep and it tastes amazing mm-hmm. like Down what the water, heart the heart yeah, of like the what water's supposed to taste like i drink from the well of life oh like, geez. It, it gives it gives all the essence i need like it's, <laughs> ah, it's so josh amazing. are you claiming are you claiming that your well water is flavored with essence of christ yes <laughs> <laughs> excellent I love it. Oh so it's God. holy water yes dude. Dude, it, is, it, is, it, is it is living water is you will never water. thirst again that's right <laughs> That's right. Dude, if you, you do yourself it. a favor, if 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 you haven't checked out some of the hashtags LaCroix is doing on Twitter, people are basically giving some ideas as to how to describe what the flavor of LaCroix is. And one of my personal favorites is somebody says, LaCroix tastes like you're drinking water and somebody in the other room yells out the name of a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so true. You're just drinking it and it just like somebody in the other room is like, Lemon! <laughs> <laughs> you're like, it tastes like schnozberries. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Dude, yeah, dude, those are those are not. All good. I have to say is Go back I'm, to the coffee I'm, rub. I dude, <laughs> I'm having I'm usually having my shower coffee. I did have my shower coffee this morning, but every once in a while, dude, we go to Costco. I buy the pallet of LaCroix and I just get nuts <laughs> in that wada, baby. <laughs> <sighs> no, dude. That, uh, regu- regular <laughs> water is so much better than that. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Lacroix. What? What is this? Is this Spanish? No. <laughs> no? I think it's French. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to tell you. I wanted you to try it first. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just kidding, dude. I, Dang I knew, it. I knew okay. it was French. You're just gonna have to pour it into it. You're just gonna have to pour it in. You have to pour it into a cup so he doesn't see the can. If you want Josh to try, it, you gotta be like, "It's called Lacroix. It's from Florida." Try. It. <laughs> I don't know. Lacroix doesn't sound so good either, does it, yeah, Chuck you're right. Gooch? That's disgusting. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Oh, hi, everybody. My name's Chuck Gooch, and I'm here to tell you about Lacroix. <laughs> Josh, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I had I had a good week. Um, I, I, I watched two things this week that just really topped off the week. First of all, I did watch the new DuckTales. Oh, The new DuckTales. You've, you've seen the new DuckTales then. Is that correct? Dude, is that what you're you, saying? Do you love it? I Do you love it? 100% absolutely love it. Uh, like, love it. Whew. It is so... Yeah, right? Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I grew up on DuckTales. DuckTales was created when I was when I was a kid loved DuckTales, okay? Over three decades ago. Yeah, dude, like awesome. And you, I remember that shirt that you have too. It's got the original DuckTales on it yeah. like before, you know, the Disney XD version. Yeah, my wife calls that my attention getter. Yeah, because, because it is. <laughs> every time we go out in public, at least two people will go, I love oh, that man, shirt. nice shirt. Yeah. 
Yeah, dude. And we tell we tales. If we're going if we're going out with another couple, she'll she'll even tell him like, watch, he's gonna get compliments on this shirt today. Yeah, oh, <laughs> dude, no. it That's never awesome. fails. Yeah, no that 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 is that is a great shirt. I love that shirt. I loved the show. Disney has just recently released the new modern version of Ducktales for Disney XD, and I didn't want to watch it at first because the art is a little bit different, right? And I thought there's no way this is going to be as good as the original. It's not going to be as good as the original. Sure. Absolutely. And so I watch a couple of episodes, dude, and I am friggin' rolling on the ground because it's got this level of adult humor that, you know, <laughs> that Pixar is like known for, right? Yeah. Like that parents can laugh at the kids don't really understand. Sure. Like it's fantastic. And I, and I'm, I'm sitting there thinking like, dude, this is so much better. The DuckTales of now is better than the DuckTales of then. Like, Whoa. it's just, yeah, dude, it is. It is. Okay. It's better, okay? <laughs> I think it's better. And then it hit me. I, I thought I was special because I figured Disney wrote this new DuckTales for me, this generation that grew up with it and loved it. And then I realized this is on Disney XD. So they literally wrote this show for 15 year olds which made me feel stupid because then i was like i wouldn't have gotten this when i was 15 <laughs> dude but now right <laughs> so it's like, it's like the level of innuendo is just not gonna happen yeah. <laughs> so i was a little disappointed in that but i don't care i am now dvring ducktales every week every week it's awesome until I found out that I can stream it on the Disney Now app on my Apple TV. So I'll just do that. You know, because I don't You could just DVR talk it. into the remote. Yeah. Or, Say or whatever right. you want. Lego boobs. Lego right? boobs. You know, like. <laughs> Duck tail. <laughs> Josh, let me ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. Let's just throw it out there. Who is your favorite duck on DuckTales? Who's the best character? Dude, Donald. What? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Gizmo Duck was always really awesome. They've That's actually right. introduced Darkwing Duck a couple of times as a, as like a, a show um, hero, superhero in, in one of their TV shows. But my favorite character. Say it. Launchpad Say McQuack. It. That's right. That's Beautiful. right, dude. Launchpad McQuack. <laughs> so, yes. so, so Dude, he's fantastic. So, yeah. Please go watch the new DuckTales. If you grew up with it, you're going to absolutely love the new version. I ju this just popped in my head, but I think it could be really cool. How bad do you want to see some sort of mashup, okay? I'm talking you take Launchpad McQuack, you mash him up with Baloo from Tailspin. Okay. Okay, we have like some sort of like expendables thing going on here, but with Disney characters. Uh huh. I'm liking yeah. it. I'm liking it. I think I think they could get into some hairy situations and get out. Yeah, and I, I think I, it could be pretty amazing. I, I think I think it, that would be a great. Can it, can we have guest appearances from the rescuers every now and then? Dude, see, okay, Disney XD. Like, Everybody, you know, tweet at Disney and Disney XD. Yeah, yeah. This is what we want to see. Do it for us. Let's we do this. Dude, you're gonna, they're just going to make 20 movies, dude. And all these things <laughs> coming together. And we will never see a dime of it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. If we can just get some kind of sub-credit in there, I don't know. Anyways. That would be legit. <laughs> DuckTales so, Infinity. Yeah. It was Yeah, it was a good week, man. Uh, good week. Drew. So, you know, a couple weeks ago, I talked about how I've, I, you know, I've, I've been on like a vegetarian diet. Um, right. 
and just trying to do things, you know, uh, healthier for, for myself, I guess. And one of those things was getting better sleep, dude. For a long time, I was not getting good sleep, man. It sounds like a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to tell you about Casper mattresses. No, I'm just <laughs> he is not an actor. Go out and buy my pillow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the raw egg test. Okay, sorry. Anyway, Drew. <laughs> So there, you know, there was a lot of variables. You know, we. You used know to what's like, put me to sleep? The stories put me to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> Just listen back to this part of the podcast. You'll we'll be fine. Yeah, you want, you wanted to get some sleep? Tell yourself that story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's good. That's good. I almost when don't want to finish. It's good. It's good like that. <laughs> I feel like there's you're trying to say something else, but you're just saying it's good. <laughs> anyway, anyways, you don't want me to say what's on my mind. <laughs> we want to keep our clean rating. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so you want to get some sleep? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I did. <laughs> I looked some stuff up online, dude. And, you know, I, I like to listen to music when I go to sleep. Elizabeth doesn't like to listen to music when she goes to sleep. Huge problem here, you know, because sure. we, we share a bed, in case people didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always thought you guys slept in separate twins, but, you know, tough to make a baby that way. <laughs> he He's expecting. It's okay. <laughs> They're, yeah, that's 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 how families are made. <laughs> so anyways, birds and the bees. Anyways, <laughs> no, what, I thought we I thought we made that clear. It we was, it was need to get back to whatever your banter topic <laughs> was. Josh, don't don't diss the two twins. It worked for the Brady Bunch. Okay, Drew, go ahead. <laughs> All right, dude. So I I looked I looked up stuff that I that we could do. Or put on during the night, you know, to help us sleep. And I found this this band, Marconi Union. They're from the UK. Okay. They have a song that is over 10 hours long. What? One song, 10 hours. I used to be like, oh, Vince Sevenfold. Did you hear it, man? They have a song that's nine and a half minutes. That's so crazy. No, this one's 10 hours, dude. <laughs> and it's not a loop. It's not a loop. No, it's it like never. Legit ten. Well, I can't tell you if it ever plays wow. the same thing twice because I always fall asleep in the first 20 or 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but I wake up and it's like, oh, there's two hours left. Nice. I did it. <laughs> so, dude, they, they paired up with uh, British Academy of Sound Therapy and they made okay. this they made this song dude and it's been scientifically proven if you believe in that sort of thing i don't but some do what does that even mean scientifically <laughs> proven <laughs> that's good because i only believe in science so. <laughs> uh but dude it's uh, it's been proven to uh take down your anxiety by like 65% you know and what is the name of this song it's called weightless do you guys listen to anything when you're when you go to sleep yeah, I, I am either I'm either a podcast guy or I will listen to I will listen to music every once in a while. So something like this, dude. I will. And Andy likes Andy likes the podcast, listening to podcasts when she goes to sleep. No, well, we're headphones like a like a dude. That's human be, like a human being who lives <laughs> in the 20th century. <laughs> dude, you can't sleep with those things in. Dude, What's wrong with you, you? no. Uh, so I, the reason why this I works out, I'm a man. And, this works uh, out. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> this works out, dude, because 
It Elizabeth, who doesn't like to listen to music, she can listen to this because it doesn't have anything that she can sing along to. You know, nothing that she knows. <laughs> so it doesn't keep her up while she's trying to sleep. And it's so boring, dude. It puts me so, out. In sync is not an option for you guys when you go to bed. Not anymore. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> not anymore. Gotcha. So, yeah, dude, that was... Uh, it's it's changed our life so far. So instead of me trying to just get a cheap laugh out of somebody, I'm here to change your life. Yeah, I'm with Rob on this one. You need to edit a portion of this podcast <laughs> to to Andrew so he can go to sleep. Dude, if she wants to listen to something boring that nobody can sing to, she should just listen to some Lana Del Rey and she'll be fine. <laughs> I'm a tweet at her. I'm a tweet at her. <laughs> Dude, check it out. You can get the best sleep you ever had. <laughs> All right. Speaking of things that are boring <laughs> and that you can't sing to, tonight we are going to attempt to name three of the best John Travolta films. Look, if you've been a part of this show for any length of time, you know that when it comes to us and the the man, the myth, the legend – Really, the acting icon, John Travolta. Yes. We have nothing but second, the highest amount second of greatest, respect for him, right? Second greatest actor of all time. <laughs> right behind George Clooney. That's right. Whoa, That's right. whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Nick Cage? No. Just forgetting? No. No. Well, actually, these two are the same, remember? Because they did that movie face-off. <laughs> <laughs> We're still not sure which is which. <laughs> what, if, what if that movie was not a movie and it was a documentary? <laughs> <laughs> and they never That's switch awesome. back. <laughs> it's I, I, it's been scientifically proven. <laughs> John Travolta's so, like, no, I'm stuck doing these Ghost Rider movies <laughs> and paying for them myself. <laughs> so so John so as we talked about a few episodes back, John Travolta's working with Fred Durst on an upcoming film called Moose. If you've seen images from the set. It's either going to be a train wreck or it's going to be amazing. We'll keep you updated. But it's going to be talk about it's going to be an amazing train wreck, dude. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We're gonna we're gonna keep you updated on that. But tonight we're gonna attempt to name three of the best John Travolta films. So who wants the the burden of trying to kick this off? <laughs> I says the Frankenstein. We'll kick this dude. off. You volunteer as tribute. John, yeah, John Travolta's <laughs> best film. Okay, and this guy. The guy has a lot. He has a lot of movies, a lot of movies, but the best. Oh, I one, thought you were meaning he had a lot of best films. No, you're not, no, no, you're no, not no. saying that. Okay. No, I'm just okay. saying he has a lot of movies. <laughs> okay. But his best film by far, hands down, Urban Cowboy. Because, <laughs> hold on, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm not joking here, okay? This was a great movie. The this per- is a prequel to Brokeback this, Mountain. This is a movie that all movies should take their blueprint from, okay? I mean... Nothing says Hollywood story like a man trying to win back his girlfriend in the Houston area by winning a mechanical bull competition. Okay. <laughs> Why is this funny, Rob? I don't understand. I this is this is one of the most romantically involved movies. I mean, this guy, I, he's he's manning up. He's trying to fight for his girl. There's there dude it's a touching story, man. I mean, it's it's by far his best movie. Dude, I the, mean, the Urban Cowboys. The pants are so tight. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Too <laughs> tight. Too tight. 
Like, okay, so. how did he film that, dude? How did he spend all those days? He, he studied. He was an understudy to the Bee Gees before <laughs> actually getting into the pants to film Urban the, Cowboy. The, the pants were painted on. That is a scientific fact. Yeah. That's me, John Travolta. <laughs> but I'm telling you, dude, I mean, there, nothing comes closer. There, there's no film that he made that comes closer to Urban Cowboy. Uh, he should have won an Oscar. I mean, by far. Runaway should have should have won an Oscar, and I mean, dude, Mechanical Bull, Mechanical Bull. I mean, that tops every Western movie ever made. He he doesn't he doesn't ride a a a a real legitimate bull. He is facing a mechanical a machine a cyborg right. bull a cyborg bull. It is like bull 2.0. Far far more difficult to ride than any other live bull. Runner up to <laughs> Urban Cowboy because he's practically an angel himself. The movie Michael. <laughs> oh, dude. dude. I mean. The movie Michael. I mean, John Travolta playing Michael the Archangel. Anytime Michael the Archangel is walking around with flowing, flowing locks and a trench coat, I mean, that's an angel that could save my day any day. Yeah, any day. Any Dude, day. that is he, the angel he, that I want guardying me. He hid those wings. <laughs> he hid those wings so easily. Yeah. He's no a one, big trench coat, bro. No one, yeah, no one even knew. You know, and that'd be an angel that'd be really cool to hang out with. I mean, this guy drank a lot and he smoked a lot, <laughs> cursed a lot. Cursed, yeah. Are we sure he wasn't a demon? <laughs> <laughs> Josh, I know that last week we established that you don't have a man crush on Zach Efron, but is it safe to say you might have a man crush on Michael the Archangel? <laughs> <laughs> False. Uh, Dang it. <laughs> We're going to nail this down. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. I don't know who that's going to be, but we'll get there. Anyway, Dude. those are my John Travolta picks. Best movies he's ever made. Urban Cowboy. The movie Michael as the Archangel. Should have won Oscars. The guy is just like, oh my gosh, he's gorgeous. I mean, dude, I mean, I don't know what more I can say. I, I, I don't. I, top that. How about this? How about this? Maybe the only way... So, so we see John Travolta. He is, he is a man who's willing to take on a cyborg bull for love. For love. He's also he's also a man, the only man. Like I can't think of anybody else who. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna have to stop you right now for real quick. Okay, what's the problem? Uh, you keep on saying man. <laughs> and I feel like we're using that term very loosely. <laughs> okay. I've, I've never said man. reference back I to the pants. I call him a cowboy and an angel. Okay, I've never said the man. He's kind of like a yeah. It's it's. He, I would submit that a cowboy angel is even better than a pirate angel. Am I right, Josh? <laughs> yes, I think you are correct. Okay, thank you. Correct Some people your will get assessment. That yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now here's the deal. He 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 was a man who took on a robotic bull for love. Okay, yep. he is the only overcame. man. That's right. Overcame spoilers. He is the only man that it's I can a think spoiler of. Spoiler if it's from the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only man I can think of who played Michael the Archangel. Can anybody? Can we? Can we think of anybody else who actually was able to do that part justice? Oh, um, uh, there was that. No, was don't, that just dude, don't. right? Oh no, that was Just a woman don't. from. I'm blanking on the. Oh, Constantine. 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 That's right. I forgot all about him. I her. <laughs> okay. So anyway, let's just forget about that. Anyways, maybe the only thing that could take it to the next level 
is if he was a man who was killed by a nuclear weapon, but he was the only one who 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 was who died in. Okay, this isn't making a lot of sense. But let's talk about the movie. Let's talk about the movie Broken Arrow. Okay, <laughs> the greatest, possibly the greatest John Travolta film ever. Okay, you start out the film, you think he's your best buddy. Was that you Christian Slater? Your, yeah. Oh, it, dude. Yeah, that's what takes it to the next level, dude. Yeah. Christian Slater. Okay, so anyways, <laughs> Cuffs himself is fourth, in Broken Arrow. Fourth best actor of all time. Thank Christian you, Christian Slater? Yeah. Dude. Thank you for having my back. Now, yeah. here's the deal. You think he's your buddy. You know, you've, you're have you serving together. You guys are, dude, brothers in arms through thick and thin. Mm-hmm. And then he and then he betrays you, mm-hmm. okay? He, he takes possibly the most powerful weapon on the earth and steals it. Okay, only a mastermind can pull that off. All right, and then at the end, when it's time—spoilers, by the way—for all the way from 1993, I think it was 97. I don't remember. Coming your way though. The, the 90s were a blur. <laughs> yeah, that's totally okay. But spoilers <laughs> coming all the way from 1997. I call them the Seinfeld years. <laughs> Just prefer to forget them. <laughs> at the end of the movie, John Travolta is killed by a nuclear weapon. Okay. But not in the way that you would usually think. It's not detonated. No, this nuclear weapon is thrown in his direction and is he's impaled basically by a nuclear missile that doesn't explode. Yeah. That's BA, dude. Okay. He How? is like the soul he's How? the soul. I was gonna say BS. How does it not explode? <laughs> <laughs> it was disarmed. Okay. If you remember from the film, at the last moment, as Christian Slater is jumping out of the moving train, he has this, that little remote and he's like and he disarms the bomb and then it impales John Travolta and dude he just goes down in a blaze of glory I would say pretty close to Eric Quaylen from Cliffhanger but not quite there <laughs> but still uh, you know what dude I have good memories of that movie uh, I watched it when I was a kid I was not allowed to watch R-rated movies and I was at my friend's house and we watched that one so I thought that was kind of cool at the time now that I'm older, <laughs> I realize it okay, was a waste a of time. <laughs> I just realized something. What if what if Broken Arrow is a sequel to Urban Cowboy and Michael is a sequel to Broken Arrow? So here's what happens. Whoa, whoa, wait. <laughs> the Urban Cowboy realizes that he's wasted his life. He becomes this bad dude who joins the military and steals a nuclear weapon he's killed by the nuclear weapon and then he's sent back to earth as an angel to try and redeem himself as michael it's amazing this all makes sense now (laughs) john travolta's life is one long movie (laughs) (laughs) one very 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 long movie almost like that story Andrew told at the beginning of the podcast <laughs> so Drew we've established that he's been a cowboy he's been a criminal another podcast is going to talk about our podcast and they're going to be like if you guys need anything to fall asleep to check out you me and me <laughs> so we've established that John Travolta was a cowboy who became a criminal who died and came back as an angel what do you have for us Drew he was also a saint a Howard oh, okay. Saint in the Punisher <laughs> kills that dude's whole family while they're on vacation wherever they're on vacation and then they shoot him on the dock right like well this is actually kind of one of the plot holes i guess (laughs) 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 they shoot him on the wrong side of the chest pour everything in gasoline except for him and then light it on fire They're like, it'll get there. It'll get there. (laughs) We only brought a limited amount of gas. (laughs) 
I know. Let's not pour it on him. Let's just make it so he has no weight off of the dock. <laughs> we're not going to pour the gasoline on him. I mean, that would be pretty messed up, right? <laughs> we're, we're criminals, but we're not monsters. <laughs> So basically, John Travolta is just like a murdering madman, and that's why it's awesome. Pretty much. That, that's what I'm getting from his description. Oh, I God. feel like you might as well have just gone with Look Who's Talking. <laughs> <laughs> Except in that one, he's murdering all the ladies' inhibitions. <laughs> and he's basically killing it when it comes to fatherhood. So, <laughs> Okay, so Andrew loses this week. Oh God. <laughs> I look at you guys and you're both looking at your phones. I'm like, oh, cool. At least we're all involved in this conversation. <laughs> all right. Well, we want to hear from you guys. What do you think? What was the best John Travolta film? And we use the word best. Urban Cowboy. And John Travolta and film. Those words in, in that order very loosely. But anyway, um, <laughs> we want to hear from you on social media. So you can send us a tweet at Yumihi Podcast on Twitter or at Yumihi Podcast on Instagram. You can also find us on Facebook. All that great stuff. Speaking of murdering, yes, we had an awesome listener question come in from Mr. Super Duper Benjamin Ryan Cooper. This guy's always good for a good one. This was via Facebook, and he asked this. If the cartoon Scooby-Doo was flipped into a Scream-style suspense thriller where one of the main characters is slowly murdering the others, which character would be the killer, and would they succeed? One of the rich white boys... You think so? Guaranteed. It always is, dude. Oh. They have the most problems. But, but Shaggy <laughs> wasn't rich, so you're saying Fred. So Fred, dude. Fred is the murderer. Yeah. He's got everybody wrapped around his finger because he's the one that's hauling everybody around. Yeah. You know, he's okay. technically like uh -huh. the... Okay, so I think it's Shaggy, and here's why. Really? Yeah. Now, I'm going to say this, this is why. I think. I think... Film producers have already told us this. They've already given us this answer, even though we didn't know the question existed. But when you go back and you watch the original Scream movie, who was one of the murderers? The same guy who played Shaggy in the live-action version of Scooby-Doo. Oh, what? Booyah! Dude, it's I... It's totally Shaggy! <laughs> What's I, that guy's name? Matt? Matthew? Matthew... Uh, it doesn't matter, dude. 90s are over, <laughs> so is his career. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew Lillard? Yeah, Matt. Yeah, Matt. Shag, Matt Shagenstein? Yeah, Matt Lillard, yeah. yeah. He's up there with Devin Sawa, or whatever that dude's <laughs> and, name is. And Chuck Gooch. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> dude, so, so Shaggy. Yeah, dude, so so Shaggy. And, and here's why, because Shaggy is such an oaf. No one could ever suspect that he would actually be able to mastermind a murder plot of uh, of all of his peeps from within. So to me it just makes sense. I mean it when when you connect the dots, you know, played by the same actor and the 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 way that he is, I think he just fakes being scared. He wants everyone to think that he's a pansy cuz he can never pull off a crime a crime on his own. So dude, Shaggy. Shaggy all the way. Shaggy dude, so is the murderer. Wait, so is Scooby in on it, or is Scooby like going to be the final? See, so that's final? the thing. In Scream, there were two, right? There are always two people. It's like the to Sith. Like cover, yeah, to cover to cover the plot. So, um, no, I don't think it was Scooby. I don't think it was Scooby. <laughs> I think I think it's Shaggy, and then Velma. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. the road I was going to go down. Yeah. Here's the deal, dude. It's obviously yeah. it's obviously Velma. Yeah. Let, yeah. let me tell you why. Yeah. Okay, she is 
when it comes to being the mastermind dude, like she's really the one who knows what's going on. Okay, she's the one who could plan and orchestrate something like this. I would venture to say that if Shaggy's in on it, he's just the innocent stooge who's doing her bidding because she is the mastermind behind Mystery Inc. And bro. guess what? In the first Scream movie, that's who Matthew Lillard was too. The moron that just took orders. So it makes sense. It makes sense. And Velma is the mastermind. Not to mention that Fred is doing Daphne. So these two probably got it going on also. <laughs> well, no, see, that's the deal. Here's the deal. I think she's probably she's leading probably him on a little bit. I think she's probably a little bit jealous of Daphne. All right. Let's be real here. Fred is a stud. Okay. She probably wants to attract some of his attention, but he's only got eyes for Daphne. And if she can just, you know, take Daphne out of the picture. Dude, I, I think it's Velma, bro. But once you kill once, you can't you can't stop. You just got to keep going. So Fred is the rich white kid with probably an opioid problem. You know, I'm sure there's a I'm sure there's a pill problem. So that's gonna factor in. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. You know, uh-huh. he's gonna lose it. Uh-huh. Now, if he's taking opioids, that means he's asleep half the time, right? Not, ne- <laughs> so. Not necessarily. <laughs> Uh, it means you're a zombie and you don't really know what you're doing. Your, your case is kind of falling apart. <laughs> Do you even know how this works? No. <laughs> I'm just assuming. <laughs> All right. I'm going with the rich white dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, that's such an easy You and the rest of 300 million Americans. It's always the rich white guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's because it is always the rich white guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, wait, let me ask you a question. So what if what if the one person that we're overlooking, what if the one person that we're all just sort of skating by and is, and, and is assuming just has no idea what's going on, what if she is actually the mastermind? I'm talking about Daphne. We just kind of skated over her like she's not a big deal. Like she's not, like she doesn't have the capability of pulling something like this off. Oh, yeah, dude. Lego Daphne looks mean. <laughs> that's pretty evil <laughs> yeah that, no. you might be onto something no no no, no. Ah, it's no. you're right it's still fred yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude she's the one who's got fred wrapped around her finger okay and that's why not, he's so angry that's another reason why he's so angry dude he's under the thumb of the woman yeah dude let's be honest here though she's got the red hair bro she's a ginger does that factor in it anyway? Yeah, it means she has no soul. So I guess uh, <laughs> my sister-in-law has red hair, so I'm not going to touch hey, this I one. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Disclaimer: We just think that all gingers are really cool, and they're fine. Okay, so that's good. Okay. Um. <laughs> so Drew, you, Fred, you're sticking uh, with Fred, dude. Of course, look at him, dude. He's a snappy dresser, bro. He wears an ascot. You got a problem with that? He dude, can't get that shirt. Dirty. He just has a lot of problems he, at home, dude. He probably doesn't dirty. have a good relationship with his father. Another, you know, <laughs> another problem. What about you, Dad? What about you? <laughs> <laughs> Josh, time. you're sticking with Shaggy. I'm sticking with Shaggy. Shaggy and uh, little assistant. Are you sticking Velma. with Velma? Dude, I think, look, I think Daphne has the capability. She's the femme fatale, dude. But. I got to go with my heart on this one. If it comes to who's going to be able to plan this thing, who's going to be able to manipulate the shag man into doing her bidding, I think it's Velma, dude. I think she's got the motive. I think she's got the the, the smarts. Okay. You know what? I might have lost a lot tonight, but I'm going to win this one for sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. With that, poll time. 
let's take it let's take it to social media we want to hear from you who is, it, is the murderer fred the rich be? white drug addict <laughs> <laughs> yeah fred the rich white guy who obviously has a drug problem Shaggy, the poor white guy who obviously has a drug problem. No, 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 <laughs> who gets no, the no, leftovers no, no. from jaded, Fred? <laughs> jaded. No, 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 no. Yeah, he, he's he's the jaded. He's jaded. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do you think that Shaggy is like an MK Ultra sleeper cell, a la Eleven from Stranger Things? Probably. I What's Stranger Things. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of it. I've never seen it. <laughs> Did you see it? I watched like for season one. That's it. Oh. Yeah. What? Yeah. I got oh, bored. Josh. I got bored. Hey. Felt like I was sleeping on Andrew's Casper mattress. <laughs> I knew you. I knew you were gonna bring up that stuff. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> All right. Or is it obviously the smart know-how manipulator? Velma. We want to hear from you on social media. We're going to throw a poll up on Twitter. We want to hear from you at Yumihi Podcast. Uh, who is the murderer? We'll see what happens. We'll Shaggy. talk about it. Episode 26. Shaggy. Obviously Velma. Okay. Shaggy. So anyways. Okay, that's great. <laughs> As we come to the end of this episode, fellas, let's talk about what we've learned tonight. Number one, if you take a LaCroix in the shower, you are obviously the most hipster hipster who's ever hipster to hipster. Number two, John Travolta is basically a man who is not only able to take on the Terminator in bull form, he's also an angel. He's he's a cowboy angel, which we've established is much better than a pirate angel. And last <laughs> but not least, I think we can all confirm that at the end of the day, it is always the rich white guy. Am I right? What? <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's Velma. Oh, God, it's Velma. Okay, so anyway. Hey, we just want to say thanks to everybody who's been listening and supporting the show. Make sure that you're going wherever you find your podcast and leaving us a review there. It helps out the show, and we appreciate it so much. And until next time, I am Rob Lambert. This is Josh Frankenstein. Drew Carroll. Good night, everybody. (laughs) 